Welcome to the IBSI Views podcast. This is Gaia Lamperti, and today we are joined by Matthew Coquillon, CEO of Mama Money, which is a South Africa-based platform for international money transfers. Hello, Matthew. How are you today? Hello, Gaia. I'm doing very well today, and nice to have this opportunity to talk to you and your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. We're so glad to have you on the show today. I'd say before we talk about Mama Money and what you guys are doing in the financial services sphere, let's start by identifying the problem Mama Money is trying to solve. So South Africa is famous for being the destinations of many migrant workers, but unfortunately, many of them still struggle to open bank accounts. Why so? Why does this happen, Matthew? We have a large migrant population in South Africa, as you've identified, coming from all over Africa, by and large, but also from South Asia. And the two main challenges that we're trying to solve, number one is banking, and number two is international remittances. We start on the banking side. As a foreigner in South Africa, it's not always easy to go and open an account with one of our high street banks. The documentation that is required, uh, the KYC process, and also just the kind of inaccessibility, as well as the, the nature of our customers that are not that financial literate, all of these things put together uh, make it very, very challenging for them to, to open accounts. And one of the big problems that we have in South Africa is that employers don't want to pay cash to their employees. There are safety concerns and a whole bunch of other cost requirements that come into it. So they would much rather prefer to pay their employees digitally into a bank account. However, um, those people that work with them really do struggle to, to open accounts and by and large are unbanked in South Africa. And this is quite an unicum in the continent, right? Because as much as I know, Africa is still heavily reliant on cash-based economy. But specifically in South Africa, you were mentioning employers are not so keen on paying employees with cash. Why so? Yeah, so, you know, I think that um, compared to Colombia, um, South Africa has the second most expensive places in the world to, to move money around. Um, and that's just due to the kind of social economic situation that we find ourselves in. You know, there's obviously the big divide between the haves and the have-nots. Um, and that generally does lead to um, higher levels of crime in South Africa. And so, uh, you know, that's specifically why employers don't want to have to pay cash. Also, if you think just about the, the inconvenience of having to go to the bank, withdraw large amounts of money, then to you know, take that back and then distribute that and the time that it takes to do that, you know, it's, it's just not very efficient. It's a much more efficient way to obviously pay people digitally into a bank account where you can run up, do a payroll run, and within a few seconds, you've had all your staff. Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. And you mentioned international remittances, which is a huge market in South Africa. If I have the numbers right, it's over 1.9 billion per annum. And this is due, as we mentioned, to a large migrant population. Nonetheless, it's still a very complex market. There are many issues and it's not easy for especially foreigners to handle international payments. And here comes Mama Money. So Matthew, maybe you can tell us how you guys are trying to solve the problem and how the idea for the company came about. So the, the number that you quoted on the remittances is correct. But I think just to add to that is that we also have a very vibrant, informal money transfer uh, section out of South Africa. 
And it is estimated that the informal sector is uh, at least the same size, if not bigger than the formal. So the opportunity that we have is one um, is around really formalizing the, the market and actually growing it uh, from its current size, as well as the fact that there's always more uh, migrants arriving every day. So it naturally grows, but also just that kind of informal to formal process, which we've seen during COVID that has really increased as our borders were closed, the informal sector struggled to operate and we had a natural spike in people crossing over from sending money with a bus driver or a taxi driver uh, or any other informal means of remittances to formal sector uh, that Mama Money plays in. That's really relevant. Thank you, Matthew, for yeah. pointing that out. So the idea for Mama Money was actually, it came about by accident. I was on a, on a sabbatical and I was hitchhiking from South Africa trying to make my way to Egypt when I accidentally met my now business partner on a beach in, in Mozambique, uh, met Raphael, who at the time was working for the World Food Programme based in Rwanda. Uh, so he's an, you know, an aid worker by heart. And he offered me a ride in his big yellow bus. And we traveled from Mozambique to, to Kigali, uh, spent a month and a half uh, traversing Southern and East Africa, uh, getting to know each other and discussing ideas around businesses. And we met up a year later in, in Rome and, you know, Raf was talking to me about how the, the UN was always talking about remittances and that if we reduce the cost of remittances globally by 5%, it means that an extra $16 billion would arrive into the pockets directly of the people who need it the most. And, you know, he was doing the math saying the World Food Program annual budget is $1 billion dollars. So by you know, decreasing remittances by 5%, you can amplify that 16-fold. And we then looked at South Africa, the highest remittance fees in the world. So no one pays more money to send their hard-earned money home than South Af migrants living in South Africa. And we also know that the research shows that if you reduce the cost of remittances and more money arrives home, that money, first and foremost, the additional money that arrives is used to secure better food. So Raf's kind of food security background, he said, well, we can start a money transfer company that's actually a poverty alleviation or food security business in disguise or dressed up as a money transfer operator. And he came at it from the angle to say, like, we can do lower fees um, and then people will have access to better nutrition. But, you know, obviously it doesn't stop there. It's nutrition, it's education, it's medicine, it's you know, money to start a business, it's money for planting seeds to grow crops. All of these things uh, is why people remit money home. Um, it's all essential things and, and never really for, for nice to have purchases. What a great story. But may I ask, why, why did you choose the name Mama Money? That was an easy one. When we started off in, in Cape Town in March 2013, We interviewed thousands of migrant workers and we would ask them questions like, so how do you send money home? How much do you pay? What is the money used for? And of course, you know, who do you send money to? And I think nine out of 10 said that they sent money home to their moms. And we then decided, well, you know, in honor of all the, the mamas uh, on the continent, and they are the backbone of, of our continent of Africa. Without the mamas, we would be nowhere. So we would... I like to have a, a company and dedicate the name for those amazing women on the continent. And we called ourselves 
Mama Mani. A tribute to the mamas. I love that. (laughs) And as you mentioned, so it started like this, but I know Mama Money is growing also in terms of service offering. If I'm correct, around this time, at the time of the recording, you're about to launch a banking platform. How does that work and what's the expectation around this new product? We started with money transfer as as kind of an obvious start in terms of how do we get into this market and 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 you know get going. And so we do remittances to over 50 countries with a, you know, with a main focus on Africa. When we started doing remittances and growing and getting traction and opening up new corridors, we found that our, our customers were coming to us and saying, well, now we send money with you, but what we really need is a bank account. And we then said, well, you know, this is, this makes a lot of sense. And, you know, we've been working on a pilot and we've been, you know, working with, with partners and quite proud and happy to say that we've, you know, we've done a soft launch of our, of our banking product. Uh, it's essentially a product that is designed specifically for our customers who are, uh, who are foreigners in South Africa. So it's a light banking product. It requires a light KYC that the majority of our customers, I would say 80 to 85% of them will be able to qualify for and to open. And it allows them to open an account at a very low cost. They can get paid their salary onto that or they can load money onto it. So they can keep their money safe. They can go to an employer and get paid. It also allows them to do, you know, the basic banking that they would be required to do, withdraw money from an ATM, swipe their card at a point of sale, buy electricity or airtime or data for their cell phone. And then obviously most importantly to then do a remittance directly off that wallet card back home to their mom in Kenya or Uganda or wherever they might come from. Amazing. Sounds great. Well, best of luck with the soft launch and however this product will evolve. And lastly, to conclude, Matthew, it's clear that the app and new products are favoring financial inclusion in the region across the continent. But there's a process that it's particularly fascinating, which is when you start making banking services more accessible, so as soon as you offer a banking account to the unbanked population, um, this becomes a channel for them to access many other financial services like micro lending and so on and so forth. Um, so I would like to hear your reflections on this point and what's the ambition of Mama Money to favor more and more financial inclusion. As a social business, financial inclusion and helping to create products and services that customers really need that solve real problems for them it has always been the driving force as to why we we exist and it's why we get up in the morning and why we you know why we why we go to work and, and, and do what we do. Um, so the drive there has always been not just around remittances or banking but also like what are all the different spheres and, and, and opportunities around that that's going to make the life of our customers, easy. If you pay attention to what your customers are saying, they are saying, yes, I want a bank account. And then I want to have access to maybe uh, insurance products. And then I want to have access to, to loans and I need this and I need that. And, you know, so yes, quite right. And you know, this is the gateway and uh, the banking service is the gateway to really start to add and attach other products and services to it. And, and you know, the, the ultimate vision and where we want to take it is to be that one-stop shop around financial services for, for our customers. 
Um, there's a real hunger for these products. They, they are underserved um, in that no one else is being able to tailor make products to what they actually need. And um, you know, just a, an example, the other day I was chatting to some of our customers who are business owners and they are asking for insurance for their shops around um, things that could happen around theft or looting or natural disasters. None of that exists. So there's a whole world of uh, inclusion and financial products and services that we can offer. And the bank banking service allows us, is the gateway that allows us to start really opening that up and, and, and tapping into all that potential. So we are yeah, extremely excited about it. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Matthew Coquillon, CEO of Mama Money. It was a pleasure speaking with you. My pleasure. Thank you, Gaia.